Thank you once again for joining us for Writing Through the Ages Current Common. My name is Eric. And I'm Eugene. And today we'll be watching Episode 3 of Common Rider Saber, entitled Chapter 3, A Father and a Swordsman. It aired on September 20th, 2020. It was written by Nobuhiro Mori and directed by Shojiro Nakasawa. And so we are still in like the opening stages of like mm. establishing the characters in Saber. Right. Um, so, because, yeah, we haven't even seen the, the three writers. Maybe. Right. I mean, this guy might be, he might not be. He might be. Who arrived on the carpet. Um, but he's not the common writer Buster that we saw in the trailer. Yeah. So the one that shows up on the carpet might be what is it's a spada, right? A spada, I think. Yeah. Is, yeah. And the one that this episode's about is about Buster. Yeah. So it's clearly an older guy. Yeah. Whereas this one, the guy that shows up on the carpet is a young guy. Yeah. He's the same age as the other. One. Yeah. So, yeah, and then we have the, uh, obviously, they're probably going to, they didn't, so he got the uh, Peter Fantasia, but he never used it. Right. So he'll probably use it this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if they'll do three. I think they'll probably do two for a little while. Two uh, books at a time. Two books at a time. Yeah. They'll probably make a big deal of using three. Yeah, I would hope. When he does three. Um, but, I mean, technically, there he has the means to do three now. Yeah. Because he's got uh, Jack and the Beanstalk, and he's got Peter Pan. Unless so, Peter Pan is the same side. Yeah. I would say it could be that they they have to be in specific slots, and that's when things get weird. So, I mean, there's enough in the vi- available if he, like, gave his dragon one to, to Blades. Oh, yeah. That's another thing I noticed. We kept saying Blade, but he's Blades. Yeah, Blades. Plural. Um, uh, Even though he only has one Blade. <laughs> uh, if he gives his dragon to Blades and then has the... uh jack and the beanstalk that's three mm. but i don't know if they can use the like this their initial transformation ones right yeah Pro- if it does it would probably be like a big deal yeah it just seems very uh i don't know like i feel like it would screw with the the swordsman um i guess identity like you go through this Lineage. all this work to yeah, yeah. like here's the water swordsman here's the flame swordsman so if you like start tossing those around that's when it's like are you really the flame swordsman though? Yeah. It just sounds like you're the water so swordsman. So I don't think now. that they can they I mean they might at one point. It yeah. happens sometimes. Yeah, it might happen like in it, it, I just hope that if it does happen it's like at a very critical point near the climax, if, you know. If I would to suggest anything, it probably would happen during a movie. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Something that you could you could arguably say isn't canon if you really wanted to. Well, like in <laughs> uh for Fose. Yeah. Uh, for Fose, he uses these switches. Mm. They're like little little things that he puts in his belt, and he has four of them on his belt. And then every there's forty of them in total, and every tenth one is a new form. Every other one is just like it adds a different thing to his left arm. It adds a thing to his right arm, mm-hmm. his left foot, his right foot. Um, but Meteor, the secondary rider in the show, he has a switch too, and he has like a couple like different other switches for like his special abilities. But in the movie, Fose uses his switch mm. in his belt and gets like cosmic or something some weird it was like this kit bash of things and it's the same thing with like um two riders in drive have the same henshin device mm. and when uh one of them uses the other one's main transformation one after he's transformed he turns into like a hybrid form okay yeah and it would be kind of like in zero one it'd be like if valkyrie used shooting wolf right like what happens then yeah <laughs> yeah so uh so yeah, I don't think it's gonna happen anytime soon, but I don't It's on the table, I guess. Yeah, it's on the table. But I also I'm I'm guessing that uh he doesn't use three at a time. He probably just uses the one and it might be a middle, but it's probably just the same side. Mm-hmm. Different one. If it's a middle one, I mean it's gonna be like he can fly, right? Yeah, yeah, because the, the uh 
the the grasshopper could fly, and then when he got knocked out of the sky, that's when the Peter Fantasista uh, book fell to the yeah. ground. So, and then I'm I'm sure there's more to it than just flight. Um, I mean, because otherwise they wouldn't matter which slot you put it in. Whereas I feel like if they're specific to slots, that's one thing. I don't know if you can move them around. Yeah, because like, is Jack and the Beanstalk have to be an arm? So I know that they have two pages. I don't know if they have three right. books. Yeah. Because that would mean that they would have to know, like... Because if it's going to be like that, if it's specific to a slot, that means it, it's there's potential for the main writer to take the water, because the water one's a center one, so I'm assuming a spot is on the left arm. I think so. And wear all three at once for his uh, ultimate. Something I mean, that's potentially something yeah. that could happen. I feel like I wouldn't like it as much as if he had well, just like his own stuff. Well, like you saw in, uh, in uh, the crossover movie with Zio, mm. one of his forms is uh, Zio Trinity. Yeah. Where he physically merges with Gates and Waz. Right. Yeah. And they appear like watches on his arm. And yeah. it's like all three of them in the same body. Yeah. Um, so it's possible. It's possible. But I mean, we don't even have a spotter yet. So I mean, it's kind of hard to say that how, how what are the rules right now? Because we've only seen two episodes and we're, we're going to know more this episode and, and we're probably yeah, going to have it pinned by, you know, episode five, I bet. Yeah. So the episode six, maybe yeah, the rules are like they're establishing the rules at the. Yeah. Oh. At this point, we are learning the rules. Yeah. Um. But it does, you know, because when you're looking at the book pages, there is very clearly like arms or chests or something like that. So it could be, I think it makes sense if it's specific to a slot. Well, yeah, because when the book opens, it literally shows, when it's put in the belt and opened, it literally shows the part of the body that it's it's turned into. Yeah, it's like and, a little picture of it. And the reason why I think it, it makes more sense to do it that way, uh, as far as a suit designer is concerned, oh, yeah. is having to make up, you know, it's... It's not X amount of suits. It's now a specific amount of suits. We can only go, this is only left arm stuff. This is only right yeah, arm so stuff. Yeah, for like in... Because um, <laughs> you said, which one was it? Rings? Or uh, was O's? O's had coins. The, and that's coins. where it's like a million billion... Uh, metals. I think there was like 125 forms or something. <laughs> um, possible forms. It was like, I think, six heads, mm-hmm. six centers, and six legs. Okay. But they were just like, they were just, the metals were only head metals if they had them. The head metals were just head metals. They, you couldn't use them in the middle or you couldn't use them in the, the legs or whatever. Mm. And so it was like Tajador. Um, I don't remember the Tajador ones. But like the, his main form uh, was like the head of a falcon, the arms of a lion, and the legs of a grasshopper. Mm-hmm. But he couldn't have put the grasshopper part into, a sec, into, his, uh, into the arms part. Because it's only a leg thing. Yeah. So like the insect one, the green ones were insect. The arms one was a different insect. Gotcha. Gotcha. And it's the same thing. There was the same thing with all of them. Okay. I, I think so. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. So yeah. I guess right now our working conclusion is it that it's like, spe- it was like a grasshopper. The books are specific a to a cricket slot. and then something else. Because he had like arm blades when he had the, and I think it was like cricket or something. I don't remember exactly what it was. <laughs> but it was, because uh, it was like, yeah, there were like, it was like red were birds, yellow was land predators, uh, Blue was aquatic, green was insects, gray was like large land animals, mm-hmm. and purple was dinosaurs, and then the movie one was uh was yellow was it was like no it was like orange was reptile mm. it was like snakes and gotcha uh, I think the chest part was a tortoise or like thing anyways uh so yeah the uh, that's that being said this is um so we we know that there's multiple book types right. So we don't know what 
when we find out what Buster's actual uh, book is, mm-hmm. we'll learn if we are like if like animals even have to deal with it at all. Right. Yeah. Because it doesn't look like he's an animal. I mean, he might be an animal. Yeah. But... I was thinking about it, and um, the thing that throws it off, right, is that it's dragon and then lion. Mm-hmm. So there's no mythical. There's no mythical thing going on. And then the other one is cape, uh, caliber. So it's like Excalibur. Yeah, caliber. I mean, at the very least, they, that falls under myth and legend, right? Yeah. So that's what I was thinking. Those two make sense in the context of myth and legend, whereas dragon and lion make sense in the context of possible, you know, like at least animal-ish fantasy things. Yeah. Um, but all three together, it's like where the what the hell's a lion? Oh, oh, you know what? I take it back. Narnia. Narnia. There you go. Mm-hmm. It's the lion. Lion, which so it does. It still works. So well, I mean, there's also there's plenty of stories with lions in them. Sure. Yeah. So I'm just saying the big old here we go mythic lion. That's like it's into well any yeah. It's like you get the uh, all of Aesop's fables with how many lions are in there. Yeah. So there we go. And the lion it's is back, very fantasy oriented yeah. in, in the fact of like. You see it on a lot of medieval heraldry. And so you were thinking like a falcon or something. Yeah. And I just, uh, Earth Rhino, because I didn't really have any opinion on it. If it's a falcon or it's a bird, I would say it'd be cooler if it was a rock. A rock. Uh-huh. Because it's fake. <laughs> it's fantasy. Well, it's lion. a fantasy giant eagle. I mean, lion, a massive yeah. eagle. So it, I was just thinking about medieval. Right. Medieval like animal. Mm-hmm. Like falcon would be a lightning falcon would be pretty sweet it'd be pretty sweet yeah i just feel like it would be with his size i would hope it's a big bird and not a small bird like a falcon it's a bird of prey but it's a fast bird too yeah so it could be cool though because if it like when he like summons it it's just like on his shoulder yeah instead of Riding a bad CGI lion, mm-hmm. he'd have a bad CGI bird on your shoulder. So I wonder which which slot his book would be in too, considering. Uh, so if it's the it's if, if no, it, I don't because I'm assuming the the trio is going to be right arm, middle, left arm. Oh no, you're talking about. Uh, and it, I'm talking about a spotter. You're oh okay, Buster. Yeah, I was right. talking about Buster this whole time. Yeah, I have no idea what Buster was going to be. Okay, I totally thought that's who we were discussing. I was talking about a, a spotter. How he's how he would be cool to be a lion falcon. Yeah, no, that would be cool. I mean, because he, he's a lot sleeker looking. I was talking and about that would Buster. specifically go really well with the um the arm mm-hmm. if it's that arm because like the falcon could be on his arm oh yeah and because like from what we saw at the ending he's got like a little cape yes on the left arm so we know that espada's got the left arm stuff going on yeah i mean but yeah i have no idea about buster yeah buster in my opinion is is earth rhino because like what the hell else do you do yeah it could I mean, be like a rock yeah like a, a rock. A, um or it could be that we just like there is no necessary. There for is that. nothing. Yeah, I mean, if if this is Espada's dad, like if this we, is the dad of Espada, that would be cool if it was if they both had birds and one was a big bird and one small. Well, because bird. of the way he's like built up and stuff like that, he could be like a turtle. A turtle too. Yeah, I mean, it, uh, like an earth turtle. Yeah, it's totally totally possible, totally doable. Or a tortoise or something like that. Yeah, it just seems weird with a name like Buster. Well, I mean, t- Buster Breaker, like destroyer. It's blades and a lion. Sure, sure, but water and a saber. swordsman. I Sa- mean, saber and <laughs> Buster's not even a sword. God. So, um, I've already, re- I've already released and titled these two, the first two episodes, and the first one was the writer writer. Yeah. And the second one, the entire title of it is "Writing Through the Ages: Current Common Episode Two, Current." writer because <laughs> it's about uh uh-huh. it's about the water source right and his sword is current or something like that so it's yeah. current in it current, so it's current yeah. writer bazinga <laughs> <laughs> so yeah uh we could uh we could just speculate all we want or we could go watch it okay but what is your what is your guess on buster's thing then because that's what I'm, i thought we were talking with, about uh turtle turtle okay turtle because um of the armor yeah, because it's big and, and bulky. Big, yeah. bulky, and, like, armor-plated. And he could be, like, he's not about speed. He's just about, like, taking yeah, the hits. Yeah, taking, like, taking stuff down. Like, Titan form. 
Yeah, yeah. I would hope so. I mean, I just wonder what's his role going to be. He doesn't even show up in the intro or the the outro. So lame. Uh, He uh, he might die and just pass the book on, or he could... (laughs) It could be like a whole thing of like, he's got his kid who's Mm -hmm. not any other kid, and he wants to retire. Yeah, that could be. So he's handing it off. And so he hands his book to one of them. Maybe there's a candidate sort of selection thing that we don't know about. There's so much left to learn about the world. Or or his book could be like one of their power-ups or something. Yeah. True. Hmm. So well, let's find know. out. So we are gonna go and watch that. <laughs> okay, and we are back. Um, it's picking up, man. It is. Yeah, this is my we favorite were, episode. We, we, we were like joking around, like, "Oh, it's so easy. There's not that much to do. The notes are so easy." And then it's just like, yeah, suddenly I'm common writers I... like, "Oh yeah, did you forget who we were?" <laughs> I'm glad I wrote small. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I ended up not filling up the page, but I easily could have. Yeah, me too. Because there's a lot of things I didn't write down that I remember based on what I wrote. Yeah, that, you know. Um, but yeah, no, it, it's getting it's getting juicy. But just, it starts off the same way it does every time. Only now we know the narrator's name. I, is I mentioned it last time, but Tassel. Yeah, I knew I knew it from the supplemental stuff, but like he actually said his name. Yes, like he introduced himself. He introduced himself as Tassel, and he also uh, said Wonderworld. Mm-hmm. Said that that's the world that they're in. Yeah, and um, I still don't know if he's going to be like a character character. Yeah. Or if he's just like this introduction guy. Right. And honestly, third episode, um, he doesn't give me the heebie-jeebies anymore. Yeah, he was much better on this episode. Yeah, it feels, it, it, plus it, it, I think it helps knowing his background. Yeah. Now that I, that I have that in my <laughs> that, mind. It's that he's like, actually toning it down for the show? Yeah. <laughs> well, mostly it's like, at first it was just, I felt like a really bad decision for just somebody, just some random guy that's reading children's books. I was like, man, this is creepy. But now that I know what it is, and it's like, oh, okay. He also does some like camera trickery. Yeah, um, yeah. Like so, maybe he's like this super magical power being. Who's right, because like watching. he, you see him, he leans off screen, and then he's on the other side of the screen. And so you, like it wraps around. Is, a bit closer. We don't know if that's like part of the story, or if that's just like if he never appears in the story, and it's just like he's this extra yeah. character. I mean, we won't know for a while. I'm sure. Yeah. Like, if that, that question will be answered, final episode, we find out, okay, he was just the narrator. Yeah. Or halfway through the series, we're like, oh, he's the one that wrote the Wonder Book yeah, to begin with. He, he's God. Yeah, he, he was God this whole time. <laughs> yeah. He's Thomas' father. He's the fairy king. <laughs> the fairy king. <laughs> um, and he, he, he recaps the whole thing. He says he's worried about Toma mm-hmm. because of, like, the, the he's getting caught up in everything. Right. And so then it comes to... Uh, the start of the episode. So, uh, spoiler: This is like a two-part episode. Yeah, but every single episode has ended in a cliffhanger. Yeah, <laughs> true. And there's time time pass. It's not like it's not like Kuga, no. where like every moment is like dictated because yeah. they have breaks in between it, like two or three days or mm-hmm. a day or next day. Yeah, it's it, it's enough that we it, did, we can't precisely it's undisclosed yeah. amount of time. Uh, the the uh, cuts on uh, Thomas' face are healed, so it's not like three days later, right? So yeah, but it's so it's an undisclosed amount of time, and the only thing I could think of is how we'll know that like a month has passed is when May uh-huh. wants the next volume. Yeah, hounding him about the books. <laughs> yeah, then we'll know a month has passed. Yes, that would be the metric for each month. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, so the guy he steps off his magic carpet, uh, more like disperses it. Well, there was also before that. Be, yeah, he he steps off and it like magically disperses. Yeah, because I mean, it, it starts right where it picked off, where everyone going, huh? Like, who's this guy? You know me? May says, "Hottie alert!" Yeah, hottie alert. <laughs> 
And um, he's like, yeah, we used to travel the world of dreams together. Uh, stories. Yeah. Tra- the, travel, travel the world, the world of, of stories. stories. Like, that's the big thing is, like, travel the world of stories. And he's just like, huh? Yeah, like, what are you talking about? And he's about? just like, here, here's an example. And he picks up. Well, um, he looks around and he sees, like, oh, there's a book. And so it's it's like there's been lots of them. This just happens to be the one we, that's right here under the yeah. And it's uh, I can't remember what the story's about. It doesn't really matter. But they they start acting it out like how they did the Alibaba thing on the first episode. Yes, yeah. They just like as if they like both super there. Impo- it's like them acting in front of a green screen, and they've like made it. Uh, the background is like uh, just like a painting or something like yeah, that. Yeah, and they're playing two characters that meet on a train. One's named Giovanni. One's named Campanella. If you know yeah. the story, just let me know, please. It's some I don't want to Google it. Some, Email me instead. <laughs> yeah, it's some sort of. Uh, it reminds me. I don't know. Maybe the the uh, Galaxy Express nine nine nine. I think it might be based off of that, or the other way around. One of them. Well, that's what I mean. Galaxy Express nine nine. Oh, yeah. it would be based off of this open source. But anyways, this uh uh like f- jogs his memory. Yeah, they're hugging, and then he's like, "Oh, it's Kenta, Kento, Kento, Kento." Yeah. And then, uh, but it, it, the same thing happened as the previous time. Maze all of a sudden in the story, she's like, "Oh no, um, uh, <laughs> sorry to break up this reunion, but do you know each other?" Yeah, how do you know each other. <laughs> And she's and uh, Tom was like, "Oh yeah, we used to play each other, uh, play play as kids a lot." And Maze is confused as I am, but she's seeming like she's she's trying to act like she's so she's totally like, so, understanding. So, so you know each other? <laughs> and he's just like, "Yeah, Kento." And then um, what's his name again? The the water Rinto Rintaro 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 comes up and he's like, "Oh yeah, Kento is a, a also sort, a sort of logos, a sort of logos like I am." And she's like, oh, "Nobody's putting together other? like yeah. <laughs> oh, so you two know each other too?" Yeah, um, and the. Uh, and then he's just like, Kinto's like, oh, an eclair, because she had a box of him that she was trying to bribe Brentaro with. And then she puts it down on the table, and then he sees it, and he's like, He oh, just walks over and snatches one. And starts eating it. Get, like, half of it in a bite. And, and then, he's just like, everybody have them. Right, Brentaro's over there like, oh, the eclairs. And she's like, no, not my eclairs. So then the, Toma walks over and grabs like, one. There you are, always telling people to do to, to do whatever you want. But I like it about you. And that's like part of uh, Toma's thing is that he like he kind of likes people's negative personality Yeah, he points traits. out their negative personality trait, and that's what it's makes like, them special. It's, it's like, that, but that's part of you. Yeah, that's the flavor. <laughs> yeah. And so he grabs one and eats it, and then uh, he kind of passes the box to Rintaro, and Rintaro like holds it, and he's like, he's like admiring smelling it. And he's just like, oh, I should have one of these, because he's like, try- he's, he's like a... He's trying to resist. So he's like... He's trying to be pure of body. Yeah, he's 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 trying to be like this holy knight of like resisting things mm-hmm. and the purity of spirit. And then uh, May just grabs the last one out and takes a bite of it. And, and of course, he's like, freaking no, out about it. Like, no. And while they're all freaking out about this, um, Kento is like, He's like starts saying he's like the two of us, so he's already forgotten her. Yeah, um, it's it, it's all everything that is going to be confusing in this episode. We can't explain to you because we don't you know. We can make assumptions. So what? I this think, is one of those things where yeah, so it's what it left is, vague. Where like it's like I think everybody who's left in Wonder World when a Wonder Book closes mm. is forgotten. Mm-hmm. See, I don't know though because. Uh, it's something he says later that makes me think he's like it's my fault that he forgot but he still remembers though yeah but the thing is that is, because he's a swordsman if, but no like if he's from wonder world wonder world then he won't forget but he'll forget everything from wonder world because that will be locked away over there until he's in wonder world maybe maybe i mean it would be weird if he doesn't unlock his memories so by like the end so of this, like right? the, the the idea would be like his entire life has been in wonder world up until that point that could be. I just and wonder then when why the book, the book closes. He loses all that part of him. Yeah, it's just the, the, my. I guess the inconsistency is then. How does he remember Kento just from the dude showing up? Oh, I don't know. Uh, 
but uh, who knows? They'll probably yeah. they might explain it. They might not. They might not. I, um, I hope it, they it, do. It could be that he's just forgotten through um, uh, shock, right? Because he lost he lost them. Yeah, it could be that, and then he's just putting pieces together. Yeah. Um. So basically, this guy introduces himself. Then he's like an old time friend. They used to know each other. They used to read books together. And he and this gives us background in that he knows who the girl is that Toma does not remember. Yes. That we saw in the dream to start with. And then we get the opening. Then we get the opening. And they fit Kento into the opening. Yep. They haven't shown him as the swordsman yet, but they just show him walking around with them. Right. I mean, it, we, it, obviously, We're pretty his sure magic carpet's yellow. He's got black and yellow outfit. It's like... If this is not Espada, who the heck is going to be Espada? Okay, you remember, so you remember that there's three types of books. Yes. There's mythical creatures, uh, there's animals, and then there's things. Hmm. So I'm thinking he's going to be a thing. Maybe. So like, because uh, Kinta is a magical creature, he's a dragon. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Rintaro is just a normal a- animal, he's a mm-hmm. lion. So he might be like a carpet <laughs> or a magic lamp. Maybe. Magic lamp, Alibaba. Yeah. I could go, I, I could go for a uh, magic lamp. Because he's all gold and stuff. Yeah, that'd be interesting. So that would be, uh, that would make sense about the, the, the magic carpet. The, the three types of books. Right. So. Yeah, because he's writing the magic carpet, so you're assuming that's got something to do with his book. Yeah, so I think he's, yeah. Uh, I think, yeah, I think it might be a magic carpet, um, like a, a, a lamp or something. Well, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be Alibaba. It would be, uh, oh, what is it called? Thousand. Uh, Arabian Night. Yeah, there you go. Um, a thousand one Arabian Night. Yeah. But uh, so that might be it. Anyways, um, that would be it. So then the ending stop stop stops, and they go like yeah. Suddenly, yes, for no ex- in the middle of action. Yeah, there here we are. They've t- ran through a book into part of a town that we don't know with a golem. The, the golem from episode one. Yeah, just blowing stuff up. Well, I like this. I like this because what this does is it shows that like um, there it's a term in storytelling. It's like a it's like a Greek term or a Latin term, but what it means, kind of like uh, DSX Machina. It's the same thing that it's used. It's, it goes all the way to Shakespeare, and it just means you start in the middle of the action, mm-hmm. and then you work your way from there. And yeah. if you need to fill in gaps, you fill in them later. Yeah. See, I I don't like this because you go from having a conversation with the guy that we want to know more about to suddenly being somewhere ah, else without that but guy. The important thing is. Tom was in different clothes. It's a different day. Yeah, I know. That's my point is it's just. <laughs> that, that's how we know that's a different day. It's like, here you go. Yeah. And then it's like, wait, weren't we just doing this? And then it you're never just, gets you're, resolved. You're just way too used to uh, Kuga te- giving you every moment. <laughs> well, it's any of the other series, too. I feel like this fell short. If they, if they had just spent like two seconds before or after they done with this, they meet back up or something. But it, it's like, uh, what I like might about as well this, not even have had that connection between the first episode no, and the next episode. No, what I like about this is that it's like, this is just now what they do. What do you mean? Like, it's just like, oh yeah, we're we're going in to save people from this, this, this city yeah, book. Yeah, I mean, stuff happens and then you go for it. I, I don't mind that. I just, no, I mean, like, like they're, they're treating this as like, okay, well, it's just another day, is that another day of us going into uh, the magic book. Like, this has become part of, it's like to the point now where it's like not a big deal. It's part of Toma's routine to go into these magic books. Yeah, yeah. And then this is just the special thing. Like, there could have been weeks in between mm -hmm. what happened before the intro and what happened after the intro. Yeah, I don't dig it. I mean, if that's your thing, that's cool, but. I like it because it's just like, yeah, now it is, it's like demonstrating the norm. I mean, like two seconds, the norm changes, but it's showing that like, okay, no, this is the norm. 
for him to for the two of them to be like going in and saving people yeah see i I don't mind that but um just the whole conversation was already vague to begin with yeah it's already raising questions and then without answering any questions they present another jarring switch to a completely different scene that has absolutely nothing to do with what we were just doing yeah that's where it falls short i think if this happened last episode or the episode before it it would not bother me as much as it did this episode i I feel uh the flow i don't think loses it because there's the opening then if it would have been just like next scene it might as well have been, I guess, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, but I think the opening, because also you might have had just a commercial break in between that. Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll see next episode if they keep that up, um, how I feel about it. Right now, I don't like it. Oh, I But like it. I also don't like Tassel, but he's, <laughs> he's starting to not bug me as much. Yeah. And I'm and- also not complaining about uh, the toyetic nature of this as much as I did at the start of Zero One. So it's really like, just you're kind pro- of... You're like, it's broken you down. <laughs> yeah, well, it gets, it's like the more used to it you get, you're like, okay, I can see the... I can see the charm. You're, uh, yeah, and then you yeah. just like the, uh, the the fan service of like 9,000 transformations. You're like, right. yeah, whatever. And I mean, even mm-hmm. though I don't like it, 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 it adds to the sort of you bound into a fantasy realm when you start reading a book. Like yeah. you open a book and then poof, you're transported. Yeah, it's in the middle of it, yeah. So it, it has a place. Yeah. If this is the formula, yeah. just give it give it a couple episodes. We'll okay. talk about it again. So, um. So yeah, what it is is the, the golem yeah. from episode one. And, and the, Same they, guy. They even point us like, what it's him? Yeah, he's like, he's like, dude, didn't we already kill? Like he, the translation had dude in there, but <laughs> he's like, didn't we just kill? Didn't we kill this guy like a couple days ago? And he's like, oh well, once this book is finished, he can appear whenever he wants. Yeah, so that's like an interesting. That's messed up. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, wait, you'd have to kill these guys over and over again. But which, that's also which, pretty cool. Which makes you realize, oh yeah, that's why we need like a dozen swords when we don't just need yeah. one. <laughs> yeah, it's not just about defeating it. You, like you don't completely destroy the book because you beat them, I guess. And that puts an emphasis on doing it quicker yes yeah you don't want them to finish the- because then they can come up whenever yeah because the next thing you know we're dealing with the ant and the grasshopper every single day yeah so um so they're like okay well let's take this guy out and then they like slap the belts on and they're just about ready to transform <laughs> and then just like out of nowhere yeah, what, above does he them. Say? <laughs> what does he say step aside babies oh yeah he jumps over them and he's like draw it lands and he's like step aside babies i got it and it's um we know him as, as buster yeah so this- like when he lands there's this cool effect where um it's very clearly pyrotechnics from the left and right, but instead of fire, it's uh, dust. Yeah. Because he's like, they wanted to give you the idea that he's slamming into the earth so hard that it's yes, knocking sir. up the, and the then dust. He just it's a really like, cool effect. And I love it because it's like no fancy moves. He just goes straight to his power attack. Yeah. His final attack. Kills him. <laughs> yeah. What was it? It was Grand Judgment. Yes. Grand Judgment. <laughs> just like. Totally sweet. So uh, he has a different he setup. Does. Totally different uh, belt. And it it's like his driver's on a sword kind he of. Is. And he's always carrying the sword around this entire episode. It's a huge sword, too. Yeah, they don't do the disappearing, reappearing sword thing. This is like... So I don't know if they're going to have, like, the full sword. Dude, I so buy. hope there's, like, a, a deluxe version you can pay for. They're, I want that on my wall. They're called CSM. CSM? CSM is, like, the the line. Okay. So there's, like, various lines of the toys. Okay. Like, going up in quality. The, uh, candy toys are the cheapest ones. Gotcha. And then it goes up to, like, regular ones you buy, like, in the store. Mm. And they'll have, like, multiple versions of all of this. But the CSM are, like, the highest quality ones. Gotcha. And they're the most expensive. Yeah. So, I mean, you, like especially CS- with something that big. Like, a CSM version of, like, uh, like I think the CSM version of the Double Drive was, like, $400. Ooh. Because it was, like, premium material and it had, like, all the sounds and all that stuff. 
Uh, yeah, and so they like they've done these. CSM is the the like the higher quality one. I want this sword though. Yeah, I, I mean, I was because when we were starting the episode and they were we were going through, I think the opening at that point, and I was like, man, I want that. I want one of these swords. Not the and he's like, not the driver. You mean the actual sword? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> but this <laughs> this is a Buster sword. This is the one. And then so he kills him one shot. Oh yeah, big time. And then you hear a kid yell, "Father!" and runs up. And it's like kids probably like eight, yeah, eight nine, um, and uh, Buster just picks him up, puts him on his shoulder, and he's just like, and then Tom, Tom is like a, a child, a, a father and son, and then he un un transforms, which is a cool effect because they don't really do it that much. The it's like books flying off them, yeah, shows it's yeah. like them untransforming, yeah, it's really cool, yeah, it's a nice so, little touch. And then it's uh the guy who's Kamen Rider Buster, yep, and then I think we get a bad guy scene, right? Yeah, then it, and then it goes to the bad guy scene where they're like because the, the, th- the hand stops. Yeah, it's the three the three guys not caliber. Um, yeah, and one is like the one guy who summoned the golem from the first episode. He's not not really looking phased. He's just kind of pacing, and the guy that's sitting down starts laughing about how he looks unfazed. Yeah, and then the third one I don't know what to call him yet, so we're just gonna go with crazy eyes. Well, they've they, they've talked to each other and they've said their names. So the guy I just don't remember him. Yeah, like uh. It is, uh, let's see, the guy who was doing the uh, the golem one, the one okay. who was looking at the books. He's Liddell, uh, Rachel, legend. It's, legend. It, he's legend. Okay, good. Um, well, it's like it's like a, a worded version of legend. Okay. Um, and then the guy with like the crazy eyes and the crazy hair. He is uh, Zosu. 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 And then the other one is uh, Storios. Storios. So it's like Legend, Story, and Zoo. Okay. And Zoo is the one with Crazy Eye? Yeah. So Zoo is the one who does animals. Gotcha. Story is the one that does, I think he is um, stories. (laughs) And then um, uh, it's stories, legends, and animals. Okay. So it's uh, legend is mythical creatures. Story is like real creatures. Real things, and then uh, no leg- st- story. Legend story is like things. Gotcha. Legend is the mythical, mythical creatures. creatures, and then uh, zoo is animals. Gotcha. So those are the three things. So, anyways, uh, legend pay- paces off. He's just like me. Yeah. So we're probably just gonna call them legend, story, and zoo. Yeah. And let's just simplify this whole thing. That's <laughs> how we actually hear them pronounce it. If it seems easy enough to to say otherwise, well, they, they said it, and I didn't catch it. <laughs> so zoo's like, well, I'll get the next one then. And it's going to be basically... And then as you think, as as you, like, look at them and you realize that, like, that's how they act. Like, he acts, like, more wild. Uh-huh. Zoo acts That's more basically wild. exactly how I would describe him. Yeah. So he's just like, I'm going to go hunt. And, and, and then uh, Legend's just like, hopefully you're not the one that gets hunted. Yeah. And so he opens up a book and it is serpent? He, giant he, serpent? Giant salamander. Giant salamander. Yeah. He flicks it open over a candle. I don't know if that's relevant. It could yeah. just be for the, the thing or yeah. it could be something he needs to do every time. I, that's the only reason I brought it up. So giant uh, salamander comes out, and he like tosses him a blank book. Yeah, and then it goes back to um, the yeah, store, the store, the bookstore, yeah. or the I don't know, yeah, bookstore, right, or library. That's it's a bookstore. Weird. Yeah, bookstore. Okay. Yeah, because he, he's uh, confirmation. The, yeah, it's a bookstore. It's uh, it's his uh, Kamiyama Kamiyama, which is his last name, which is Toma's last name. Mm-hmm. Kamiyama Fantasy or Fantastic Books, I think it's something like that. Yeah, because um, they they showed it in the first episode, right? Um, so then it's them all coming back, and uh, Buster's introducing himself. Yeah, sort of tremors. 
the Sword of Tremors, he is Ryo Ogami. Yep, Ogami. And his son's name is so- uh, Sora. Sora, yeah. Not to be confused with Kingdom Hearts Sora. <laughs> because Kingdom Hearts Sora can confuse anything. <laughs> um, There's not enough podcast time to talk about Kingdom Hearts. Did I, have I told you about Kingdom Smarts? <laughs> is it a podcast about Kingdom Hearts? It is. Okay. No, but you haven't it, told me about it. it. So it's, it's two guys. Uh, it's, no, it's not two guys. It's a guy and a girl. And she is like the expert in Kingdom Hearts. And he knows nothing about Kingdom Hearts. Mm. And so it is her explaining the entire story of all Kingdom Hearts in half an hour sections. And he's just sitting around going, I he's don't get it He's just asking yet. questions and like doing it. So I still don't get it. Yeah. So <laughs> that's the entirety of the podcast. It's just half an hour. There's also another one. It's called uh, Something Explains the X-Men. Oh. <laughs> and it's just a husband and wife, and the guy is just like a huge comic book nerd, and the girl, uh, his wife has like no idea about anything. And each episode is just him explaining the life history of an X-Man, which is just ridiculous. <laughs> so <laughs> it's just like, here's here's part five of Jean Grey. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, it's just Sora confuses everything. So it's Rio. Yeah. And he is, yeah, the Sword of Tremors buster. Yeah. Um. He's Common Rider Buster. The Sword of Tremors is something else. I forgot what it was. Sword of the G. Um, oh, you're talking about the, the name of his. Uh, the name of his sword. Yeah, the name of his uh, thing. Like there, like there's Reika. Right. And he has his sword starts with a G. Jinseki. Something know. like that. Yeah. Something like Jinseng. J. Whatever. Yeah. There's already too many names. Yeah. Um. Will basically like, <laughs> every swordsman has a title, a name, what they do. So like, so like so they're, Reka, they're, the Sword of Flames. Blah, blah, blah. So like uh, another one is. Uh, Okay, so Blades is the swordsman of currents who He's, uses the lion senki, and you can see how there. And there's more to it than that, so you can see how. So everybody has confusing. a human name. Yes. Everybody has a common writer name. Yes. Their book is something different that yes. they use to transform, and then they have a their title. sword is called something different, mm-hmm. and then they have a title. Yes. So there's <laughs> it's a lot to go in one episode. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, so, I mean, by the end of the episode, we'll be naming these songs. By the end of the season, we'll be naming these songs off like, right. like always. Like, uh, like I mean, we like you already uh, have a problem with like in uh seventy one with all the girls that are in there now. But like for me, yeah, I've I seen mean, them, it'll make more sense. Yeah, the, I know them all. Once I get more than just like one scene, yeah. So, uh, basically, he's talking there, asking him questions, and yeah, he introduces himself. He introduces his son. And uh, Toma gets is like, is like, oh, my creative juices amazing. are flowing. He's like, and then he like basically recaps what they are. Uh-huh. And he's just like, this is amazing. And he's like, Grin, my creative juices are flowing. And then runs up and Mace like, oh, yeah, what's happening? Yeah, right. That's <laughs> and she and uh, Rio's like, what? What's he doing? He's like, oh, he's a novelist. And I think Rio hates novelists. I can see it. Yeah, it's like because uh. he uses it as like almost a derogatory term for yeah. the rest of the show, <laughs> pretty much. And his son hates books too. Yeah, so I imagine they're not well read. Yeah, which read as swordsman of the word. Yeah, seriously, you'd think. I mean, that kind of makes him funny though. He's yeah. like the one that doesn't read books. He's the he's the tough guy who doesn't care about books. He's just like well, whatever. It's like Kinpachi. I don't need uh, spirit pressure or whatever. Yeah, like I don't need to activate my rod. My, uh, God, what is it called? Uh, bankai. Yeah, I don't need to have a bankai. I just, just slice everything. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, so he, uh, Rintaro asked him the question that I would, this would have been my suck if he didn't ask this question, but he did because he's the man. He's yeah. like, so you're not worried about taking your kid around? No, like, he's, he's like, not gonna I've get been injured? meaning to talk to you for a while about this. 
shouldn't be taking your kid into the combat because yeah, he's going to get injured? hurt. And like Rios is like, he's not going to get hurt. I'm the strongest there is. Yeah, I'm the strongest swordsman there is. I'm the king of parenting. Oh, and I'm the king of parenting. And I'm the king of parenting. At which point Thomas stands up like, oh. The king of parenting. And he like <laughs> it's gives a perfect a, like, title. <laughs> perfect title. Sar's strongest swordsman is taking son from east to west. And, and uh, they're like, he's and like. And this goes back to him just like staring at him like, what? He's like, I don't, what is this guy okay, talking whatever. about? Um. And and uh, May's like yes yes keep up the pace yeah so then it cuts to uh the northern the northern library is it called the north it is the northern outpost the northern outpost get in in like English it's the northern outpost yeah um and so it's uh it's everyone Kento, but Toma yeah everybody and in Toma are there and uh what's her name Sophia mm-hmm. Sophia comes out and she's like so have you found anything any news about Caliber and she's addressing Buster Buster and he's like no and then she's like have you found did you find the new Swordsman of Flames? Yeah, and what do you think about him? And he's he doesn't like him. Yeah, he's like a just <laughs> bad impression, I guess. Bad impression, yes. Um, he's like, I don't understand how or why he's the Flame Swordsman. And some guy walks out of the back room on the bottom floor. His name is Dai Shinji. Yeah, he's like a mechanic. Yeah, it looks I, like. something like that. Yeah, he's he flips open a book for a split second and says, I think it has something to do with the fact that he survived the Great Battle 15 years ago. He was ago. there at the Great Battle 15 yeah, years ago. Yeah, and he ago. slams the book closed and he's like on his way out. And and uh, Rios is like, really? Is that what he's like? Hey, hey, I just heard that. Back up. I'll. Yeah, it's like, oh, chill. <laughs> I, was, I was like nine. What are you doing? Back up. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so is it? I think at this point... Um, Oh yeah, uh, Rintaro says like yeah, he's got he's got the swordsman, he's got Brave Dragon. Yeah, he had Brave Dragon, and Kentaro is just like yeah, he was uh, he survived the battle. Yeah. Now it, it, this is where uh, Kento says something about I think maybe, I, I, this scene is, goes side by side with what's happening back oh, at the oh, bookshop. Yeah, no, uh, uh, there's a thing about him, but that's like later. Kento like says something later. Yeah, it's like because it's a back and back scene. Like you, you've got these two things going what's happening at the bookshop what's happening at the northern outpost so i don't remember exactly when the cuts happen um but i know this stuff happens and then it goes back to the kid yeah the kid he's so it goes back to the kid and he's just watching the train go around yeah and um, Uh, they asked him why didn't he want to go yeah may's like like, why didn't you why didn't you didn't want to go with your dad and she's like he's like nah the northern outpost only has books it's boring and like toma's just like what yeah both and may kind of seemed a little put out but not the way that toma was like it's like may like likes books because she's a publisher, but Toma creates yeah, books. You're you're allowed to have a negative opinion about books <laughs> with May. Yeah. But with Toma, it's like oh. Oh, oh, he's like what he's like eh, eh, eh. What do you mean? Books are like the that's how you get into like the magic world pretty much. And he's just like, What books are boring. So what are you talking about? <laughs> and he's just like he like comes over and kneels before him. He's just like, Hey, I'm gonna teach you how amazing books are. Yeah. That's a promise. I promise. And the kid's just like laughs at him. He's like, you're weird, man. Whatever. So May senses that this is going to be him it's gonna be forgetting his work. <laughs> and so she's just like, oh, hey, oh, how's about we go on a walk? Well, how about, we go huh? about, how about you keep writing? Yeah, focus. <laughs> yeah, focus on your work. I'm going to take this kid out of here because otherwise you're going to spend the next nine hours explaining Alibaba to him. <laughs> so, right. So uh, so it, Toma like knows what she's doing. But he's okay with it because he's like, okay, yeah. I'll, I, in his mind, he's like, I'll get to the kid later. I'll finish this book right now. Right. I made a promise. I'm going to do it. But right now, I'm going to finish this up. 
So then it goes to the bad guys, I think. Because they, they go out to walk, and then it goes to um, Salamander. Salamander, he's out in, like, the woods. He's in the woods. It's one of my favorite parts about this episode is that it wasn't all city every time. He opens the book on a, just a, basically a patch of forest. Well, Yeah, and so he's it's on, near, like, a bridge. It's near a town. He's on a bridge, so it's like, this is, like, a park or something. Yeah, so he, he, he opens up his book, and, like, a bunch of books start flying out. Yeah. They're the same sort of blank... Um, Wonder books. And then um, the huge one opens up over the, the forest. And it disappears into Wonder World. Yeah. And then the blank books appear all over the city. Yeah, random spots. Just like in a girl's like basket and her bike, like on the... the Like a table counter in the, somebody's house. The dining room table, yeah. And just like in like... It actually appears inside one of the guy's bag. He's like walking and just like light appears in his bag. He's like, what the... Yeah, what the heck's <laughs> going on? Yeah, so just totally random. Um, And then it's... uh. Then it's you so see, actually he says something about the birth of the king. Of oh, the king. salamander. Yeah. yeah, he says this will bring about the birth of our king. Yeah. So, um, learning little by little the yeah the ultimate goal of yeah. uh, what all this is about, right? So then it goes back to May and so uh, Sora. Yeah, they're, they're walking, walking, and she's like, uh, she's like, you know, Toma. He's a little eccentric. He's a little bit crazy, but I do agree with him with about the fact of like books are cool. Yeah, books like. are great. And she's like, he's like, whatever, you know. <laughs> And she, then she sees an ice cream shop yeah. and she starts loses geeking her out mind. about soft serve. And she's like, "Okay, why don't you just go sit over there?" She's like squealing. I'm gonna go get some soft serve. Um, and so she runs off, and he like walks over to a park bench, and there's the blank book, blank and he's book. like, "A book?" And they've all just told him how bo- cool books are, and so he's like, "Oh, maybe I'll check it out." And so, oh, books are interesting. And he yeah, opens let me it just up. grab this little this plastic blank piece of. Uh, yeah, seriously. He, at, at the very least, they can figure out their books by looking at them because I sure his head couldn't, unless I knew. He's it, grown up with the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. You know, his dad has a book, right? Quote unquote. And he's like seen a bunch <laughs> of it and he's been to the Northern Base. And so they call yeah, them books. They're books. They're just electronic. In the same way that the, the magic or, or the mechanical dragon yes. blends in so well <laughs> to not mechanical. Yeah, to him. Probably for like his whole life, these are just been like, these are books, just these like are, everything else. Yeah, they're just different books. They're different types of books. It's kind of like how uh, kids today are growing up and and uh, an iPad is a book. Mm-hmm. Or you have books on the iPad and you're like, mm, sort of, <laughs> not in the same way. I mean, I like digital books probably better than regular books only because of the space. Mm-hmm. Like I used to have a bunch of comics and I had the, and I had like, bookshelves full of comics and like uh trade paperbacks and i sold them all because i realized the only time i read any of them was digitally (laughs) (laughs) like i had them all digitally i was just collecting them for like the look on the wall it's good look it was a good look but i'm like this is do i need it yeah Yeah. so um my Marie condo phase i'm like it brings me joy but not this physical version of it (laughs) like i can just grab my tablet and just read it. And also, it's much easier on the tablet because I just keep flipping one more page yeah. and it goes to the next one. You're not worried about whole, you know, hand positioning. and Yeah. <laughs> it's just like I don't have to worry about, like, carrying this with me or mm-hmm. anything like that. So, yeah. Uh, but I still do understand the tactile view of books. Yeah. Like, I do like the tactile feel of manga. It's just I read manga so quicker. It's so much quicker. Qu- so quickly that buying... There's not enough space in this, in this house, really. It's, yeah. It's just like... Because I'll be... I used to like to have single volumes of manga and it was just like I could read a single volume of manga in like an hour. Yeah. I mean, if I had every volume of manga I've ever read in my house, I would not be able to walk through the door. Yeah. It, and people are like that. Yeah. Uh, and uh, my emotional attachment is not to the physical book. Mm. My emotional attachment is to the story. The story itself. Yeah. So I don't really 
need it. Um, yeah. It's nice, though, to have them every once in a while. I will, like, still get physical copies of some things just because I like them. Yeah. But, um, I mean, it's, it, reserve it for the ones that you love the most, not just any old. I mean, it's the same thing I have with, like, video games. I mostly buy digitally, but I still do buy some physical games. Um, anyways, so the book, he, he does it. Yeah, and he then it, it goes. Teleports uh, to Wonderworld. Yeah, and then it goes back to... Uh, well, I mean, we the, see a scene where May freaks out about the kid disappearing. Oh, she's yeah, running she, up with the saucers, and she's like, "Oh no!" She sees them opening the book, and he she recognizes it's a bad thing. Yeah, but she doesn't get just there. Before. Does not get there. So, in time. Uh, and another important thing is, it's not just him. It's like a small version of the city book comes out. Yeah, and it takes him and the park bench and a little section of yeah. the area around. Yeah, so basically, flips open. It's a very minor spot, really, like six it, feet. It's it's a uh, they show later that it's a little bit bigger than a dining room table. Yeah. Yeah. Because a whole dining room table disappears. Exactly. So it's a little bit bigger than a dining room table. Um, and then it goes back to... Yeah, so this is where I was getting what was happening. Because it's all one long conversation for this, as far as the scene's concerned. Yeah. Um, but it goes back to the northern outpost. And they're still talking about, um, essentially, you know, Flame Swordsman, what happened 15 years ago. This is where it gets vague. We get some answers. And then it's you're left with more questions. Yeah. So um, um, she... Uh, Sophia is talking to Kento, mm-hmm. and he's just like he doesn't remember uh, things. But based on like what happened 15 years ago, I don't know if we, he should remember. Yeah, because it's like, and she's like, she's like, "What are you doing?" And he's just like, he well, mentions it being his fault, and then she says something along the lines of, "You can't blame no, yourself because no, that all, that all happens after." Yeah, see, it's so weird. I don't remember. So th- that happens after. So they're just talking a little bit, and then. Uh, this is when Toma comes in. Oh, this is right. when Toma comes in, and they're like, they're like, what? And then it cuts really quickly to like, what? My son's disappeared. May's yes. explaining it to yes. him. Yes, and she's like, sorry, it's my fault, and she apologizes, and he says, if apologies, yeah, what's it? He's, he's just like, that doesn't matter. Apologies. Yeah. So there's this um idiom in Japanese that is, I can't remember, I can't say it properly in Japanese, but it's it translates to if. Apologies solved everything. We would not need the police. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so it's, true. Like, it's very unique. It's like one of those. Idiots. It's kind of like a um, basically yeah. like just saying you're sorry isn't going to fix the problem. Now I remember where what I'm trying to talk about happens. It's not. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Now suddenly because we're back cause, on because because that all happens after Buster leaves. Correct. So anyway, so anyways, he's like, uh, "Well, I need to go." When he starts to rush out the door, Toma's like, "Well, I'm gonna go with you." And he goes, "Hey, know your place." And he's like, "Well, know your place, novelist." And then he's like, "No, no, no. Actually, I made a promise." And so we the the look in his eyes like maybe maybe this is something that he got from the other sourceman who's because prob- it was like yeah he was he like ninety nine percent his dad promise he's like, like promise he's like fine do whatever you want yeah do whatever you want and so then it shows them running into the book yeah because it's, it's it's uncharacteristic of the way he's been treating Toma up to this point yeah so it does it seems very uh, reminiscent maybe yeah yeah who the guy who's most likely his dad yeah we it, it'll feel weird if it's not right yeah. or like at least his uncle or something yeah it's actually a future version of him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude that would be like oh god here we go time travel <laughs> so anyways so they they do the see the the effect of him running through the book but it's cool is because they do it a little bit differently yeah so it's like the book flip 
and he runs through and there's the image of him behind and then Rinto and Tom- Toma come through and it's like oh layers over it's like a bunch of layers like yeah. how they wouldn't actually have run through it's just like all their images layered over to each other yeah because like the, the first time we see this is when all three of them fall through the book yeah. when May pushes them with the bike yeah but at that point they all came through but the they same all came t- at the same time this one is like if multiple people come through the book it just like kind of layers into it yeah. yeah so it'd be cool at one point if they like bring an army through or something oh, yeah and it's just like it's just like a blur of like images of people coming oh, yeah. through that'd be sweet with how, at least all the swordsmen that'd yeah. be totally dope so uh Almost instantly, the, they come through and they see the park bench. Yeah. So they came through at the po- that spot. And then it's basically a split party situation. Yeah. So uh, he's Buster just, runs off. Buster runs off. He's like, I'm going to take him out. And then uh, right as soon as Buster runs off, <laughs> the salamander <Right>. arrives. <laughs> so he just had to stick around for two seconds. And this is where he calls him a lizard and he gets insulted for being called a yeah, lizard. I'm not a lizard. It's like, he, doesn't cr- he doesn't correct him with what he is, though. <laughs> yeah. Just saying that there's a difference between a lizard and a salamander. <laughs> Seems, I mean... We, like, last episode, we were just, like, cricket, grasshopper, whatever. Right. I mean, and then how long were we sitting there scratching our heads over um, zero one with Fang? Yeah, just... And, just being shark teeth Fang. Shark like, teeth, are they... They're technically Fangs, I guess? I'm not sure. Yeah. The conclusion, they are technically Fangs. <laughs> if you didn't listen to that episode... <laughs> yeah. I know, that might hurt your brain. If you didn't listen to that whole explanation... Should, yeah. Google it. <laughs> yeah. Sharks have Fangs. They have Fangs. <laughs> I guess technically... They're not technically teeth, they are Fangs. <laughs> Um, they're technically not even te- whatever. Yeah. Anyways, whatever. let's not get into that. Anyways, <laughs> so uh, so they're like, okay, so all we have to do, and you know, this is what they've learned in the the previous things, is that we kill this guy. Yeah. Book closes because he's the one to open the book, and they're like, okay, yeah, got it. Good. So they do a double transformation, push him down, start stomping on him. That's all we got to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this is um this is when I see noticed again for the second time of like uh, Toma's outfit that like he has a different. Ca- he's had this. This is the same thing he's had since. Uh, they came back from the credits. Yeah, but he had a different outfit before the credits. Yeah, he so he, he changes clothes, which is refreshing. Um, but he always has this little chain notebook. You yeah. pointed out, but he always has a hat. It's and a different a hat. hat. It's a different hat every time, also. Yeah, and he but he does have different clothing, unlike uh Otto and Zero One, who just has different sweatshirts under his jacket. Yeah, it, it's vest. basically the same outfit, but with different. Uh, it's I like, mean, Jotaro has different outfits all the time because he has different hats and right. stuff like that. He has the same general theme. Yeah, I think the only one that really wears the same thing all the time is uh, everybody in 71 and everyone in Kuga. Yeah. I think Sakurako changes. I think Sakurako changes. She just has yeah. a different blouse. <laughs> but um, yeah, Zero One Arto has got the same exact outfit. It's just made up of different stuff, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, it's always a hoodie over a shirt with the same sh- pants and, and shoes. Yeah. And like... But with different Jotaro is always wearing, like, jeans... And a um like a suit on the top, like a yeah suit shirt with a vest and yeah. a tie, right? Yeah, and a tie, yeah. and a fedora, and then a fedora of different types. And so, whereas uh, this guy doesn't necessarily have the same kind of hat every time. He's always wearing a hat, but it's a different hat every time. Yeah. I'm wondering, like, he's gonna have like a beanie one time or something. <laughs> so the one thing that really surprised me about this henshin sequence is this is the third time that we've well the third episode, and we've seen the henshins multiple times, and yet we're still seeing the full. Henshin, which is kind of cool. I mean, it's. eh, I'm wondering when it's going to be shortened, I guess. I was expecting this episode to be shorter, but they went through the whole. Yeah. You probably could take like another five minutes off the episode. Yeah. (laughs) For all the transformations. Yeah. Um, Because, yeah, that's. There's so much speaking in those books. Yeah. I mean, because at the very least, shorten the base form Henshin is what I was expecting. Yeah. Uh, But. It's it, the full thing. Yeah, the full thing. Like, he and goes I through... feel sorry for those actors because it's like they <laughs> every have, episode, every episode, they're like, okay, we're pushing for the green screen, 
do the handshake? Or what if they're like, we're like, we have your clothes laid out for the next like 19 episodes. And do it all at once. We're just going to be like, by the end of it, by like episode 19, they're like, shit. They're probably the best at uh, the doing the stage show. <laughs> oh, yeah. Henshin poses of all of them. Um, so uh, now it goes, and then they start, when they transform, then it goes back to the library, the base. Yeah, there there is one thing. Um, there is one thing I forgot to mention about when they all left to go to the Wonder World to fight. Mm-hmm. Um, May, uh, I forgot to write this down because I only noticed the second time I watched it. But she's like, um, "It's my fault," but dot dot dot. So ellipses. She basically, I get the idea that she wants to help or do something, but she just physically does not have the power the, yeah. or ability. So yeah. I, that's important. So she's not just. Okay, well, he's gone. I'm sorry, guys. Yeah. Yeah, so she's actually, she wants to do something. She feels the weight of the, her failure. Yeah. Uh, so it goes back to the northern base. Yeah, it's just, it, it really doesn't matter in the grand story. I just felt like I meant, yeah, didn't mention it. Yeah, it is cool. I, I do remember that. And so this is where um, Kento is just, like, talking right. to Sophia, and Sophia's like, so then he doesn't remember, and he's like, it's probably best that he doesn't remember what happened right. then because, um, you know, I don't want, I also don't want him to, like, because it's my sin or something yeah, like that. Yeah, it's my sin. He's like, you I can't. Think, I think he liked the way that like Toma was like friendly with him, and he has he thinks that it's gonna be negative if yeah if he finds out everything that happened. Now two things here. One, she says it's not all your fault, right? Because, so like, like part can't... of it is his fault. Yeah, but we don't know what part because we don't. It's like not in context. And she's like, it's not your fault. The Dark Swordman is your dot dot dot. It's a, it's his father. Yeah, we we don't it, get any explanation. Then it's, it switches it's, it's over. Totally, it's his father. And then immediately a screen screen switches to. Caliber. Caliber is totally his dad. And he's, yeah, who else is it going to be? It's his mom. (laughs) But uh, um, he says something about uh, blah, 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 reach Avalon. Like, nothing's going to stop me from reaching Avalon. No, he says that, like, so what he says is that all of these swordsmen are appearing, Mm. and my desire is to get all the books. Yeah. And he he doesn't say he just want to write books. He's specific. I forgot what he calls them, but he's specifically talking about their henshin books. Yeah. So because he says the word something like something like Avalon. I yeah. Can't he says, what like, it is. but then he says like that makes me closer to Avalon. There we go. That's what it was. Thank you. So like he wants to get all of the books, but he specifically wants to get their like transformation books. Yeah. Which will give him plus Avalon, which gives me credence to what I thought he said last time, where. He he didn't say that like this will accelerate my uh this right. makes me accelerate my plans. This does accelerate yeah. my plans. Yeah, as in it's now speeding up for him. Yeah. So he wants all of the books in place so that he can take them all. Right. Yeah. Because he's like he wouldn't have been able to find it if Tomo just had it in his. Yeah, because he, he nobody would have known he was the flame swordsman. Yeah. So forever. he wants all the swordsmen to appear so he can come and take them so he can like go to Avalon or whatever. Right. So it's gonna be it's a King Arthur thing because he's caliber. Raising of the King, Avalon. There's mm-hmm. a whole like Excalibur thing going on. Yeah, for sure. The Knights of the Round. Uh, and so yeah. So then there, then it cuts back to uh the fight, and we actually get a sword fight kind of. Yeah, it's like it's still it's not the kind of sword fight that we're looking for because it's not uh swordsman versus swordsman. It's swordsman versus monster holding he has a sword. A sword who doesn't really do anything. But basically, they're they're like doing cool moves, but it all just literally just slimes yeah. off of him. Yeah, no matter like, whenever they get the upper hand, it doesn't matter that they're they are better swordsmen than he is because. They hit him and it slides off him. Yep. And, like then they, and there, and several times he's like, Tomat like tries to wipe the slime off his sword. Right. I mean, if you guys have seen Family Guy, just think greased up deaf guy. <laughs> so, um, 
then he's then they get like knocked in the river. It's like okay, well, yeah. we got to try something else. Yeah, they both take a shot because you know you when you think you have the killing blow, you leave yourself wide open. Yeah, and then it just slips off, and he's just like wham. And so they're in like a river, and he's like, okay, well, let's try this. And this is uh, it brings out Peter Fantasia. Yep. And this is when I realized Fantas- when you open up the books, it gives you the summary of the story. Yeah. So th- <laughs> and that's what I meant about the full henshin. Like at least in the ones that we've seen multiple times, we kind of need to shorten them because these ones start getting. Uh, yeah, so he opens up the book, and they literally have to slow down the pace for him to, like, stand up to finish the audio of the book. Yeah. Anyways, he transforms, and... um, Basically, one half of him's red, one half of him's blue. He's got a hook. Yeah, yes. On his, Like, on top of his uh, arm here. Um, this is uh, Saber like... Dragon Peter. <laughs> Sorry. So... Oh, no, that's not a good name. <laughs> so it's like, um, yeah. So he's he's got the hook, so right? We yeah. were talking about hook in the last episode. Yes, we were. So, um, that's not what I really associate with. It is not Peter Pan. No, but you were right when you were thinking it's. We were talking about you were just talking about earlier. It's like what else could it be? And it's just like, oh, it's a hook. And it's like, a hook. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess. Yeah, flight, and then also a little fairy. Yeah, a fairy, a, a fairy, and a hook. So he's he flings. So well played, common rider. <laughs> so he flings uh, the hook, and he like latches it under the salamander's tooth yeah and then a fairy comes out grabs the middle of the chain and just like lifts them up, up and they like start bonking to each other like those things yeah, you it see starts on. flailing <laughs> around in a circle kind of like a, a twirl one of those uh, like, carnival rides how do you use these things so inco- unconventionally uh, unconventionally and he like gets knocked apart yeah he goes slamming into the river and then uh He's just like Rintar is like, look, just hand just, me just, Peter Fantasy. Please Fantasista, give me the please. book so we can so we can do this properly. He's like, okay, yeah. So he takes it off and he hands it to him. And then we get to see another henshin. Yeah, this is so this is Blades Lion Fantasia. See, I like that a lot better than uh Dragon Peter. Yeah, Dragon Peter. <laughs> so uh the one thing that's really cool about this is it one hundred percent matches his suit. Yeah, they're both blue. And uh, like he he's got this. He goes, Well, now you get to see what uh books of matching types are capable yeah. of basically so now we know that this is supposed to be the one that goes with the lion senki for maybe yeah well, so like the thing is, books is of, like, he says books of the same type so it makes so, so what i'm thinking is is like the idea is that like for what he knows this is how you use these books yeah and i bet that um toma is just going to use he just uses the books in the weirdest ways yeah possible. he uses them however he wants. so he's going to like probably get this book back later do like this absurd weird like thing yeah because so totally... far everything he's done has always been uh not what anybody was expecting yeah like it's it goes against what anybody the who's a swordsman be, would do because they uh he hasn't been trained to yeah he's not a swordsman he just so we were talking sword. about this e- earlier about like how sometimes in I li- like in magic stories where a wizard just does something and then it, all the other wizards are like you can't do that and he only did it because nobody told him he couldn't do right. it right yeah and it's just like he just oh. did it because like nobody told him that wasn't the rules I didn't know there was a rule yeah and he like basically like does something that nobody could think of because yeah, everybody else is a written book his is, he's still writing the ending he, of his story he, yeah he's writing mm, nice uh so uh so yeah but anyways. Uh, in spite of that, in spite of what we were saying about them, uh, we keep forgetting that Blades is really good at his job. Oh, yeah. So he totally is, like, working the salamander. Yeah, he's like, this is more my style. And so he does this cool, like, finisher. Yeah, like, he totally works them back and forth using the hook. 
right. like hooks him up with it and stuff. And then he does a finisher where he like creates a vortex of water with the blade, jumps into it, and, and then, then it, like it opens up six basically six portals around the guy, which he's just riding through on a lion. Yeah. And he's just like hitting him over and over and over again. Yeah. And it's totally pretty, sick. So and then um Thomas just like, hey, that's awesome. I'm gonna get in on this. And then he slaps in uh Jack and the Beanstalk. Jack and the Beanstalk, another full handshin Full handshin <laughs> With it's like names, they have specific names for the combinations. Yes. It says both kind of like parts of both of the stories at the same time yeah so the um and what's cool about this is he's like we'll watch this and he, he rushes for it so i get a better shot dragon of jackoon dragon jackoon i like that better than dragon peter and uh yeah so it's just like what they do is they just take one of the the words yeah so the uh the cool thing about this is that we I actually got to see how it was that he shoots the beans out yeah there's like bulbs yeah on it's his... like the front of uh the length of his paldron i guess or gauntlet yeah gauntlet i don't know why i said paldron but um he just like aims it like you would if you had a shield on and it's like shoots out a bunch of beans yeah and he comes up and he slices a few times and, and they're just like, back. what are you doing? And he like, jumps back and he's just like, going to show you a different way to use this. Yeah. And basically, he just planted this beanstalk under. Yeah. It was like the, a bean lis- trap. And it just like launches him up and just launches him in there. He's like, show, show you different ways to use these it's things. It's like, hey, what do you think about that? He's <laughs> like, oh, it's amazing. So it's like, even though it's not conventional, it's not how he does things, he's still impressed by Toma's ability to. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's, it's like, he doesn't belittle Toma for doing things no. differently. He's like, that's that's a weird way to do it. Yeah. And so he just took the Fantasia book because it like matched his abilities yeah. better. Yeah. Um so uh Salamander's getting up and then we see off, off on the other side of the like the little I mean, creek. There, there's one thing about the book that we forgot to mention was the uh how well he uses the the long chain and hook in combination with his attacks whereas Oh, there's another thing about the how he did his finisher there. Different finisher. So previously they've done their finishers where they have this they put the sword back in the belt. Yeah. And then they hit the button a couple mm-hmm. times. So for this finisher where he's doing um Blades finisher, mm-hmm. he pushes the two pages in. Yeah, he pushes the pages like towards himself. He like slaps the belt to like put the two pages in. So yeah. I'm like, dude, this belt has got so many There's cool so effect- many things that can go on. It's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> okay, one thing that like is the only or well, not the only reason, but one of the reasons why I might not get it is the opening. There's a scene, and there's just piles of these books. Oh, no. I, I saw that, too. I it's was like wondering, 40 or 50 of them. I wanted to pause it to see if they're all different or if it's just reusing the same ones that we've seen in multiple I, layers. I've already seen that there's at least 12 books. Oh, God. <laughs> and that's just released now. And one of those is a zero one one book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think they're actually going to open that one up, though? In the show, uh, maybe in the movie, maybe in the movie. Oh, that'd be kind of cool, wouldn't it? When it, because they'll do, they do things like that when yeah, they like the two of them cross over. Um, the story, of the like one. the magic of the thing will like the spirit. His spirit will like activate a book, and then there'll be a special uh, a saber zero one form, and then he might get a a, a saber prorise key and become. A, It'd be pretty sweet. Yeah, pretty sweet, man. Yeah, totally cool. Because uh, like it, ha- it's happened in other shows where like a ghost will get an X eight icon, mm. and then uh. uh X-Aid will get like a ghost gotcha, gashat. Gashat. Is what they're called, gashats. And like they'll be, they'll be like a, an X-Aid ghost version and a ghost X-Aid version. Right. <laughs> uh, 
And so, yeah, they do things like that. Yeah, because, I mean, just that right there, you have the, like, a double progress key, right? Yes. Yeah. So there's a legendary rider keys, and they'll probably have legendary rider books. I mean, they already do because they have go they have zero one, but they'll also probably have another one. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, so back to the scene. He the the salamander falls from the sky after being launched up by the the beanstalk, and he's he's sitting on the ground, kind of recovering. And uh, saber and blades are being like, "Oh, so, you know, cool, good yeah. job, buddy." But a uh, Rio comes over. Yes, and he's, and he's not, like, he's like first. Yeah, he's like you're a servant of evil. Yeah, second, second, uh, something about like doing bad things or whatever. Yeah, it, he's listing off stuff that I, it's not really. They don't really line up, but I don't think it matters. It's the way he's delivering it. It's very intense. <laughs> but I don't think he's listing things off. I yeah. think he's listing the order of events. Yeah. First, you're a servant evil. Second, you do these bad things. Third, you're head to head with me. You're head to head with me. And like, that's the end of the list. Then you're done. <laughs> and then he henchens. And he henchens. And it's a pretty cool henchen sequence. Yeah. And I was sort of right. Yeah. We were both right. It was kind of awesome. We had a high five. So... He's he's Earth. Yeah. We already know that he's the swordsman of tremors. Right. So and he's Earth. sort of a a, a a a turtle turtle, but he's not a turtle. Yeah, because he's one of the four sacred beasts. So he's like the turtle with the like snake. The thing. North beast. He's like the turtle with like the snake thing coming yeah. out of it or whatever. Yeah, like a it, snakehead turtle. It's like an original. It's like a mythological ant. Yeah, I can't remember all of them. I know one of them is I think like a phoenix. Yeah, he's, um, it's it's something about him holding up the the world or whatever because yeah. of the whole turtle thing. Yeah, and then I think tiger and dragon. Are but I just I just guess the three. turtle because of the pattern in his armor. Yeah, the back. If you actually look at it, it does look like a tortoise shell. Uh, I, I, I didn't see saw, that at first. But. I, I actually saw it because his gauntlets have the, like a shield part on it. Yeah, and it, it's cool because the tortoise. The the also thing about the tortoise is he barely moves. Yeah, he he almost does nothing. Uh, he transforms and then he slashes. <laughs> Which is exactly what he does this time. He yeah. he transform. He starts going through his thing. Uh, Toma's like, oh wow, this guy's so. There's intense. another thing. So it doesn't say volume one. It says remastered. Yeah, his book remastered. So that makes me think that Toma's like mid season upgrade will be Rekka remastered. Right, That'd and be then cool. pro- uh, probably Rekka perfect or something like that, or Rekka complete. Right, complete. So it'll probably be like Rekka remastered. Will be like his mid phase upgrade. Like That's how, a good assumption. How uh, Shining Hopper is. Yeah, so we're seeing, and that could be why his driver is different. Yeah, because he's like he's like a level up higher. Yeah. than they are. Yeah. So he transforms. He does intense shining smite. Yep, and then uh, which is basically this massive. Like, Blaze is like, get down. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Blaze is like, we need to duck. get down, and so he he's does like, this massive about? slash, and he takes everything out. Yeah, might as well have chopped down the forest. Yeah, and then the guy blows up, and then he he unhandsons, and uh looking around and nothing's and changed and, and he looks over and he sees the park bench the park bench still there. there he's like something's wrong after we beat him it should have everything should have gone and they're like what yeah well like, what do we do what do we do and uh and that's the end of the episode <laughs> then we get the narration the end narration yes uh basically talking about you know clip versions of everything that happened in that episode and oh what can we expect on the next episode so he calls he's like a, a good-looking man appeared, mm-hmm. and also this old guy with his son. <laughs> yeah, an old swordsman with his son. And so, uh, I mean, I can't really—I'm not one to judge, but I guess the idea is that will probably come along many times is that uh, Kento is a very attractive man. Yeah, because so far two people have commented on it. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> the two people who aren't his friends. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it'll probably become like at one point there'll probably be like a funny thing where like yeah it's probably gonna the, be a running Toma gag. and him are like just going to the store or something like that and like all the girls are falling all right over. right 
uh as a as a male i always like it when it's like a beautiful man gets uh, like doesn't pay attention to anybody yeah <laughs> just minding his own business yeah <laughs> and so, so i'm um, trying to live my life uh and so it talks about like his sign and all that stuff right. and then it goes to the ending and then in the ending we saw that like kentaro is like in like one scene of it he's like yeah in the the ending also he hasn't dancing with him yet no he probably will eventually like he slipped in there yeah yeah like you see him like a because he hasn't like transformed he hasn't become part of the team or anything and there's like, like when they're when they're strolling along on a storybook he's walking with them yeah and then he's like in the background kind of of the big object scene yeah so so uh and then we actually get to see him do um his exhibition with the sword that was there before. Yeah, very short version of the lightning. Yeah, they they had that before. Um, that but they but we didn't have like a face actor. Right. We just had the suit. Yeah. So um, and then the preview. Yeah, I just meant that's the only scenes we see him. Yeah. And I'm expecting to see more. Yeah, probably. And then the preview, and it looks like the preview is gonna uh, it's gonna be three books, mm-hmm. and then uh probably beat the bad guy and save the day. Who? Right. Maybe. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um. No, that's too much of an assumption. Yeah. Too. How much dare of- you? <laughs> Sometimes it doesn't. <laughs> so, what was your suck? Okay, so my suck was that it, it was a bit confusing at points. I mean, we, we discussed that pretty much in detail as we were yeah. going through the episode. Um, it's, it's okay. And it's not actually suck. a bad thing. It's just that I had to find a suck because this episode's my favorite of the three. Yeah, it is. It's picking um, up. Like, I was worried about the show, and yeah. like this show, this episode, like, it's all starting to come together. Started getting in there, and it started to bump it up. Yeah. yeah. So, and these are all questions that I'm expecting answers for. So it's not really a huge suck. It's just like if there was one thing I'd change, I'd make it a little more straightforward. Yeah. Mine is how freaking long those books are. Yeah, the henshin's getting a little out of hand. A little it's, bit. I know it's going to get worse. Too. It's going to be a lot worse. Yeah. I bet there's going to be a his midseason re- reverb will probably be like an additional henshin after he henshins. Right. It'll be like final episode is just going to be like. A forty-five minute henshin right. with like a kick, and then the end of the episode. <laughs> yeah, it, the the flames sword like Rekka remastered is just going to be chronicling everything that Toma's done up to this point. Yeah, it's just going to be like the episode synopsis for every episode so far. It was when it was when he opened pa- Peter Pan, and it was literally mm-hmm. the story of Peter Pan. Yeah, it was the back cover. Right. Yeah, <laughs> it was. <laughs> and so I was just like. Because, I mean, at least when we had to listen to Diago Speedy, it was while action was going on. Yeah. So you don't have to pay attention to it. But when it's a full henshin, it's like, oh, listen to this. I, I already know Peter Pan. Yeah. I've seen like four versions of Peter Pan. Now I know it's the third episode and it's like fan servicey and stuff like yeah. that. But like, yeah, like you said, it was a good episode and I had to find something. Yeah. I'm just got to figure and, something And out. like my first episode suck was... Not that the ending existed. It's the fact that the ending took a minute from me. Yeah. For the show. And yeah. that's the same thing with these books. I don't, I like the actual hand. I do. Yeah. They're, they're cool. They're like, they're also like really awesome to be like, they're, they're great. Like gifts, you know, like uh-huh. things like that. Um, Space it out. But you're taking like four minutes from me. <laughs> At least four minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that could have answered some questions. I don't no, know. No, they're not going to no, answer, answer questions. It's episode it's three. It's episode three. <laughs> You'd be lucky to episode, answer questions ever. Yeah. <laughs> Let alone episode three. Uh, so what is your Segoy? Okay. So this one's going to be uh, interesting, in my opinion. So I could geek out about Buster because he's so far one of my favorites. Um, I could talk about how there's matching book synergies, which is also really cool. No, the thing that made me like this episode the most is the bad guy, and I'll explain why. He's not really a salamander. I mean, he is. That's what they call him. He's this guy, and he's in purple. If you know anything about Aztecs, 
He's a jag- jaguar warrior. Yeah. He's got the salamander head in place of the jaguar. He's a salamander jaguar warrior. <laughs> yeah. um, he's got a uh, his sword. It's a saw blade, but it's in the shape of a, a mock waddle, which is a, basically a piece of wood with obsidian lining the top mm-hmm. of it to make like a serrated, kind of more of an axe than a sword, but whatever. Yeah, he's a combination of like a jaguar warrior. And then that- even the place they fight him is a, it's a dense forest, yeah. which might as well be a jungle. Um, and it was just really cool yeah, how like the, the sapphire, the the salamander skin part of him, like comes down and is yeah. like comes down into like a cl- uh, like a skirt type thing. Yep. And it, yeah, he's I didn't realize until you said it, but yeah. yeah but it's now like, it's like boom, jaguar warrior. Like he's, Whoa, a, he's yeah. like a salamander jaguar warrior. Yep, salamander warrior. Yeah, salamander warrior. <laughs> I think they also uh, I don't know. It's just really nice theme that they they uh, they put in there. It makes me look forward to. And, and uh, I was also last episode talking about how. Um, Blades uses more of a, a Chinese broadsword fighting style. Yeah. Uh, I feel Buster like Buster uses a Buster sword style. <laughs> yeah, Buster uses a Buster sword. <laughs> and and we, uh, I don't think Toma has a defined style yet. No, he's which kinda... he might never because that's cool too. That's his thing, right? Yeah. Um, it, it just it makes me want to look at it and actually think about it. What was the last one? You know what I'm talking about? What was the last monster? The last monster was. Uh, we had the grasshopper with the sickle arms. Okay, yeah, grasshopper. With the, the, and then we had the golem. The golem, which was big. So, it's, but this is the first swordsman guy that we had. Yes, and they actually made him look like real life, um, like a real life thing. Jaguar yeah. warriors. And so that's got me excited for basically anybody that the holds a sword size. in this series. Yeah, really cool. Yeah, uh, my sugoi is uh, uh, pretty much my suck just in reverse. I really like the. Uh, <laughs> The, the use of all the books. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, a, okay, it's bittersweet. It, it's the transformation and the voices of the books is just like, huh? But the powers of the books is like, it's yeah. cool because it's like when there when there is the synergy thing, it like does things differently. Yeah. And the surprise of like, uh, I would not think of Jack and the Beanstalk and you get the abilities to grow a Beanstalk. I would also not think of Peter Pan and you get the hook. Yeah. Hook on a, on a chain. Which like. With a fairy. Ma- like which, I wasn't expecting a fairy for yeah, sure. Yeah. Which makes me like kind of excited for like what they're going to come up with. Yeah. What are, they, there's so much. They're just going to grab the weird random things. It's just like, you know. So many possibilities. It's going to be David Copperfield and you're just, <laughs> you're just like, you're just going to fa- fast. Yeah. You're not going to be able to eat. Grab uh, it out of the hat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wrong David Copperfield. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> And it's just like it's cool because it's like I like it when I'm surprised because there's mm-hmm. it's it's not very often I get surprised on uh, yeah. what fiction because I mean this whole time you're like what could it be but flight yeah and they're like oh you want to talk use your friggin' brain that's what <laughs> and uh so yeah it was Genbu Shinwa oh we're talking about the is Buster's book yeah is uh and they do have a D okay so. There is Candy Toys Regular and DX. So they do have a DX uh, Buster Sword. It comes mm-hmm. with the book. It is eighty bucks. Oh, okay, that was a lot less than I thought it was going to be. So it's probably still it's it's going to be smaller than than his. Obviously, Aww. it it'll be like because it's for a kid. So when you but when you look, um, uh, I would not get anything lower than a DX version. So mm. the DX is like the the higher cheaper ones. Gotcha. So like the belt I have here is a DX. Okay. Um, so it's like they use the higher quality plastic and they're not, they also will have, sometimes if you get like candy toys things, they don't make any noise. Mm. They don't have the electronics in them. They're just like molds. So you'd get them if you just wanted like a showpiece. But if you want like a fiction, a, a thing like this DX blade and, um, book, it like, it has it. Um, so yeah, the, uh, so yeah, that's the thing. I like the way they use the the books. It's, it's kind of cool. Cause like when, 
in zero one, the powers are pretty much I. It's exactly what you think the animal powers mm-hmm. would be. Yeah. So it's like whatever. I mean, they might be implemented differently, like the the fang blades on the the shark, or but it's still a ch- it's it's still a chomp. So like when it says flaming tiger, you're like, oh, it flames. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it, it pans out. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah. So now. It's only episode three, and like we do, we do a separate rank, ranking yeah. for it. And I'm not really keeping track of this ranking. I kind of just like it's off the top of our head because like this, but right. Um, so what are your top three? <laughs> I mean, what are your three? Because there's only yeah. three. So what, far. What, what order did I put them in? See, now I want to. I would. Buster looks sweet. I like everything about him, except that he was totally going to chop the two of them in half yeah. with that slash. I feel like that's not necessarily a good guy trait. Which, um, I mean, I I don't I wouldn't mind a villain swap at some point, you know, betrayal. It could be kind of cool, but um, could be Calibers trying to save the world. Yeah, yeah, I would go find out. You 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 were on the bad guy side the entire time, but um, so it's like okay, what happened this episode? We had a lot of cool things happen. Toma using a lot of ingenuity. We got to see uh, Rentaro going crazy with the synergies. And then we had Buster just being like, well, I'm a tank. I'm going to crush everything with yeah. this massive slice. And I yeah. I got to let the, I like his suit the best. Yeah. But that doesn't necessarily mean I should judge this based on the suit, right? Yeah. So cutting that out of place, that leaves in third place, right? Yes. Yeah. And now, is Toma first or second? Um, I had him at first last time. You mm-hmm. had him at second. Mm-hmm. So I still think, I still think he's first. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's hard. Mm-hmm. But he still did more. Rintaro was kind of yeah. a secondary yeah. character. I mean, the the Blades yes. was more prevalent. Yeah, Blades. Yeah, but Rintaro the Rider. Yeah. So if you put the two, of them, but if you put the two of them together to make the full thing, yeah. Toma was like still yeah. up on top. So I agree with you on this time. If I was just to rate the Riders, he would be above Saber. But yeah. But because of how much more Toma did than Rintaro, because it wasn't a Rintaro episode no, at all. Definitely not. Um, it was a it was a Buster episode. So, um, but when you put the two of the parts together, the the character and mm-hmm. the writer together. Yeah, I, I'm I'm gonna agree. I'm gonna let Toma be first this time for sure because uh, I just like the 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 wacky ways he's going about using all these yeah. things, and that it's still getting respect from uh Rintaro. Yeah. As far as the uh, implementation, I think mean, like he the only time he was really knocking him was when he was trying to use uh. Peter Fantasista, but that it was, it was that, also it, wasn't a, it didn't work that time. Yeah, it could have, but it didn't work. Yeah, he's like, if it would have worked, he would have been cool with it, but yeah. it didn't work. So he's like, okay, let. He even said he's like, please give me that book. Yeah, I'll show he you. Did, that he didn't say give me that book. He's yeah. like, please give me the book. I'll show you how to use it. Mm-hmm. And he's like, okay. And remember that, like, that's the whole thing is like Rintaro is supposed to be training Toma. Yeah, because in the in the preview for the third episode, we see Toma using Peter Fantasista again because yeah. the the end cut you see him half red, half blue with the hook. So yeah. we know he's going to have that book. We don't know why or what's going on, but yeah. So uh, something to look forward to. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, our next episode of Current Comment is Chapter Four. I opened the book, therefore. Dot, dot, dot. Ellipses. No, just dot. No. I opened the book, therefore. Yes. (laughs) Uh, And yeah, that will be our next episode. Um, Yeah, and if you want to check us out on our website, fanboyopinion.com, that'd be great. Or if you want to drop an email at fanboyopinion at Gmail, also great, especially if you find the answer to that thing we were talking about earlier. Um, Twitter, we got fanboy underscore dot, you know, underscore opinion. And all of our podcasts, I mean, basically everything, Amazon, Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, um, and honestly, if it's not where you want it, let us know. We'll put it up there. Yeah. But uh, until then, I'm Eugene. And I'm Eric. See you next time.